no! We suck again! The Sideliners. The Sideliners. The Sideliners. Watch the Sideliners on WIRE TV at 10.30. Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't really worry like no. yeah. Here comes the... Another sad loss, another sad day for Giants football and for New York Metropolitan football as a whole. Joining me to discuss the Giants-Rams game is, of course, a Rams fan. We've already had Kevin doing the, the Steelers game. Now we got Al here to discuss Giants-Rams. And Al, the, the Giants held the Rams just 17 points. What's, what's going on with your offense? Eh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call them dead yet. I don't know. Everybody has a bad game. And it was funny. I mean, obviously, my, the Rams won. We should make that. Point. Well, yeah. So I, I'll I'll take that because if they lost, uh, you know, I I'd obviously go on with my life. But that'd be pretty darn disappointing to lose to a, a clunker of a team like that. Right. Um, but it's funny because my my ten year old cousin was watching the game with us and he was just busting our chops the whole time. Like, oh, imagine if the Giants win. Like, that'd be so funny. Imagine if the Giants win. I'm like, stop, right. stop saying that because it, and, I'm telling you. And you know what? Me and my dad, we were watching the pregame stuff, and everybody was taking the Rams as the like their lock of the week. I go, I'm picking this game as my lock. Giants like, covered. I hate, I hate when they do this. Giants covered the always spread. Poorly. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. I, I did not think it was going to be, you know, a, a slugfest like it was, you know. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know they, what you I were think they were. I think they were like, I didn't expect to win. I, I, I don't. Last week, I had a moment. Wise. Where, because last week, I expected a win. Because I was going into it, I was like, look at this. Everybody's hurt. I was like, they don't have Jimmy. This was when the Giants played the yeah. rest. I was like, they don't have Jimmy G. 49ers, they, but yeah. Kittle, I, 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 uh, 49ers, yeah. I know, they're um, missing their whole team pretty much. Kittle, Kittle was messed up. Every, yeah, I mean, it was worse. All their running backs were, were Bosa out. was hurt. Bosa's <laughs> done for the year, I think, or out mm-hmm. a while. Yep. Um, so I, I started to tease myself with these optimistic thoughts. I was like, Nick Mullins, we can get after him. And for, for whatever reason, the psychological aspect of an 0-2 team playing a 2-0 team, I just liked it. I was mm-hmm. like, the Giants need it. The 49ers don't need it. And then they, they they got their asses handed. They got back wasn't even, wasn't even close. <laughs> so after that, I, I actually I emailed my whole family. I was like, I can't expect victories anymore. It makes me too upset. It, it makes me cranky to be around. It makes me unpleasant around my loved ones. I, I, need, I need to change because the team's not changing. So I need to change. Like that is, that is the conclusion that I made. Now, I think this is funny. BV, because your your psyche is pretty much what what I was for the longest time, but before the Rams actually got good. Well, like, yeah, was, and and you you Sunday, suffered. Like, all right, not right. in between oh, Warner, in between Warner and Goff, you suffered a lot, like a lot. There wasn't so, a whole lot to look forward to, yeah. other than like Stephen Jackson. That was really it. Well, how did you know? I I know the answer to this question for the listeners because I I just I feel like I need to challenge New New Yorkers who choose to root outside of New York. What happened to you oh, you're, with you're, the Rams and there. why are you a Rams fan? Cause it's just cause my, my dad is. So like when you grow up around okay, that, well, like, why oh, was he, on. why was he? Tell me the whole I, well, with story. The team, he was a kid. They were, they were in LA and stuff. So they were, they were good. The fearsome foresome and the all team that kind or of stuff. Dead? The team. Wait, what? So, so what? No, no, I'm just trying to no, understand. No, my dad was you're, not in LA. <laughs> yes. So, so what gravitated him to the other seaboard of the country? 
Well, I think it's I think you could make the same argument for why people are, are Lakers fans because they're, like, I they're, argue they're with glamorous them too. Team. I argue with all of them. I'm only talking no, to that's you fine. right now. I'm only talking that's to you fine. right now. I am a New York sports Listen, fan sir, okay? and still watches you. every single week and will never, ever, ever leave his New York teams. And I that's think fine. that's how it all should be. I think that's the whole point of geography even playing a role in sports teams. Mm. Like, like, like people sit at home and they're like, oh, gee, the, you, know, the, you know how many current New Jersey and New York Cowboy fans there are because they liked Aikman and Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin? But too many. Too many. Sure. And in 20 years – in 20 years, you're going you're gonna to have – it's going to be the same thing as Patriot fans now, or maybe, maybe less than 20 years. But down the road, when Belichick is done with the Patriots, there's going to be all these Belichick and Brady Patriot fans that we know, some, many of them we do know, that are still going to be loyal to that team. And are they, are they going to keep watching them when they lose? I don't know. That's what I want to see. I think you, you – I don't know. I now see, if your team sucks, it's – you don't, you know, if it's like, okay, they're on, or I have this really fun thing I could do instead. I don't blame you if you did the fun thing, because if your team is garbage and they're probably going to lose, I don't blame you if you don't want to waste three hours. I blame you. Hours, I blame you, know? you. If you, if you have the time to put in the suffering, you have to suffer. Well, that's what I said. If you have, you, if you have the time, but if there's like this really fun alternative you could do, you know? No, not a fun alternative. Like, like a life yes, or death scenario. Like if it's now, like, listen, if it's I like your lady's like, hey, let's, game. let's go pumpkin picking instead of watch the Giants game. No, I said, I said. I said something okay, fun. Okay, something fun. Brewery, <laughs> tasting, wine tasting, okay, whatever. Okay. Something, that, something whatever. that might be a little more fun. You have to say, sorry, this has to be before or after the Giants game. That's sorry, what I, I, need I, my, do. I need my, 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 my weekly punishment. I got to stay. Weekly punishment. It, you know, you can, I, I try and chalk it up as family time because I usually sit with my family for these Okay, games. but what about this and argument? What, what if you're the only fan of that team in your house? Do you still watch it if they suck? Like like me, let's say I was a Rams fan and no one else is in my house. I mean, I did when I was in college. Do I sit there and watch it by myself in the dark with the, bl- when the I, blinds? When still? I lived with you and everybody else, I was the only Giants fan. I suffered every week. They were horrible. But we were there with you, though. We were all not watching really. football together. Not really. I mean, you, not guys really. All, you guys all had your own TV and your own team. and your Yeah, own I had my own record. crappy team to watch. Yeah. But, th- but that's my point. You put in the time and you suffered. So here we are suffering. Giants are 0-4. I, I, everybody, everybody wants to talk about Daniel Jones and, mm-hmm. and is this kid the answer? Okay. I got, I just want to say this. I have extended family members, cousins, we were texting and they're all calling me out because they're saying you're way harder on Daniel Jones than you ever were <laughs> on Eli. Now they're younger. And I just want to tell them they only know the version of me talking about the giants and Eli Manning after Eli had already earned our respect. And to me, mm-hmm. Eli earned, his, earned our respect much earlier. Obviously, they won a Super Bowl in his third year starting in the fourth year of his career. But by Eli's second season, they were an 11-5 and five team. Okay, so you're winning football games. That's number one. Number two, everyone's like, oh, the roster's so much better. Okay, well, the roster, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and act like mm-hmm. the Giants roster is impressive. I mean, the wide receiver situation is horrible, especially with, with Shepard injured. They, they really have, you know, Slayton maybe is okay, and Tate looks awful. And everybody else, I don't even know what, what to think of any of them. They're a bunch of young guys. So you want to dissect the roster? Fine. But I'm looking at numerous moments where Daniel Jones has opportunities to impress us, and he'll double-clutch the ball. He'll get happy feet. He does the young quarterback thing. And, it, and what do you think, Al? You're neutral. You have nothing against the Giants. You were watching the game. What's your take 
on Daniel Jones? Is he going to be capable? Does he need time? Or am I being impatient? What's, what's going on? <laughs> I will preface this by saying, Blake, before we go down this huge Giants rabbit hole of, of what's wrong with them, that um, I, I'm, I actually don't know as much about him as you. I'm, ba- I'm basing off what of You just watched the game. What's your, what's your take? Of, for, from that game and just from the, the other limited times I've seen him play. Yesterday, at least in the beginning, he was hanging on to the ball way too long. And you can Always. just tell, like, it's, at some point, you just have to, to not die on that hill and throw it away. But again, yes. I feel like it got to the point, though, where as offense coordinator, you kind of have to shorten the plays up for him to, to, to get at the, at the ball out of his hands quick. Because it looked like after a while, they were still doing this, these like long developing things. And he just didn't have the time for it. I will say later in the game, it was a completely different story. He had all the time in the world. Um, but in the beginning, he got sacked like, what, four times in the first quarter or something like that? Like, yep. he was under constant duress. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to call. I think people are way too quick to. to He's only played 16 games. Their quarterback's dead. I know, really. Like, how, how, many, how long has he really played, you know? But, it, but you so, know, but, but here's the reality of the situation, Al. And uh, you're right. You really want to evaluate. you got to get better players around him, and you got to be patient. Those are things New York fans aren't. Myself patience is, is the most important thing, I think. It's difficult. But here's the, here's the reality of the situation. They're so bad. They're flirting with like the Jets level of bad and the Cleveland Browns level of bad. They are. They have, the if Browns, I'm not Browns mistaken, they have, just, they have lost 40 of their last 53 games as a franchise. I'm not lying to you. Really? I'm pretty sure that's the stat. That's yes. quite a stat. Yes. So this has been going on since 2017. So everyone acting like this is the very beginning just because the Giants dragged their feet as an organization. For oh, no, it's not the beginning. To begin I know. This is not the beginning of the bullshit. So that being said, the reality of the situation is we're 0-4. If you don't find a way to string some wins together, uh, you're going to be looking at a very early draft pick. And if you're looking at a very early draft pick, how we're do you not how do you not consider Trevor Lawrence? Mm-hmm. How do you I was going to say we're all looking at the same guy. Taking guide. that bait now, it's only week. We're only going into week five. Mm-hmm. Week four just ended. This is a very premature conversation. And when people used to do this with Eli and Justin Herbert, I got mad at them. I would be like, come on, man. Like, this was like the first year we were – like, this was towards the end of Eli's career where things were looking downhill and we were losing games. And they were just saying, waste a tank for Herbert, which is like, you know, that, that, that a-hole fan in your section. But now you look at Herbert, I would take him in a heartbeat. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. You look at Joe Burrow, I would take him in a heartbeat. And, that, and yeah, those guys have good. bad – you know, Herbert's roster is a little better. Burrow but, does but not Burrow, have a good yeah. roster. He does he's, not. He, he's got decent pieces, but that O line is not great. And but he's His still O line is horrific. Yeah. And AJ Green is not the AJ Green you remember. Oh no, no. But I think so, I think it goes back to to like having a good running back. I see that he has Joe Mixon, and Nixon's he also good. has. Um, well, we had Saquon. You're he's right. Gone. But I, I think the coach, too, that like Zach Taylor, I know in his first year, everybody's like, man, is this guy even, can he even coach or whatever? But I think it's yeah. kind of showing now that he has a quarterback, you know, he, he can kind of make him look good. I'm not saying Burrow. You know, even, even, even before Burrow won his first game this week, I he looked, looked good at him and I was game. like, I was like, that's a guy who gets it. That's a guy yeah. who's got a pair of gajonas and is going to take the chances when he needs to. I look funny at that Jones. you can see that in so early in some, yeah. some guys, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, that right guy's going to be Just give him the time. I mean, obviously, you know, Lamar Jackson, his athleticism is a whole other story. But you see that even though his throwing ability in terms of great accuracy isn't yeah. necessarily there, you see that he has this competitive edge about him mm-hmm. and that he's going to win you football games. I don't want to discuss Super Bowl, but I'm saying the guy will win you football games. You could say the same and, about Josh Allen, too, I think. Say the same, in, in, but even, even in the beginning when people were critical of Josh Allen yeah. – 
he had that fourth quarter, exactly. I'm going to win this game swagger. Yeah. And now he's got a good and team. Dude, let me, oh, my God. Talk about somebody who, who leveled up beyond belief from, from year two to year three. He looks like a completely different quarterback. So like he, looks, he looks fantastic. So we got the Giants and the Jets around here, and, and stupid people like to be like, is Jones better than Darnold or is Darnold better than Jones? The stupid The argument. truth is they're both in nightmare situations, yeah. but the, 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 the Giants and the Jets are in the exact same situation where they're both 0-4, and if they continue to lose, how long do you stick with these guys? Because the truth is if you bring in a quarterback, that's a project, and I'm sorry, when you bring in Jones, who's a Duke quarterback, you're mm. looking at a project. And you push them in too quickly. You know, Eli, they paid Eli $11 million to pay, play two games last year. And, and I'm sorry, when Eli went in towards the end of the year, it was clear that they, they had more chances of winning games. You know, they, they lost sure. the Eagles, but they were in that game, and then they beat the Dolphins when he played. So I understood that the year was more about Jones getting his experience. But if it really was just about Jones getting his experience, you, why'd you fire the coaching staff? I wanted them to fire their coaching staff, but that yeah, just I'm, means you're Pat full Pat should not be a head coach. I, I, you know I mean? I'm not trying to defend Schirmer. That's not the point of my No, I'm not saying you are, but I, I think what Pat Schirmer is good at what he does, but not as a head coach. He was the Rams I don't even like him as a coordinator. I don't, and he I, did a I good job. I, I don't like the, his game that he calls, but the, the, regardless. It, it really regardless, depends. But. You have a whole staff dedicated to that year that are already sort of on the hot seat from the year previously. And you pay Eli Manning $11 million, and then you preach it's all about Jones' experience. That, that's just a GM who changed his mind. That's a GM who's like, wow, we're not going to win anything. Let's, let's put some sort of hope in the QB so that I can keep my ass in the chair. And that's exactly what he did. And, I, and Dave Gettleman's here again. And now we're 0-4 again. What is the excuse this year? So then you have an 0-4 team. You continue to lose. Odds are you're going to fire the GM. You, you're telling me under a new GM and an early draft pick, you're not going to be talking yeah. – about a new quarterback. I'm sorry. I, I, I like Jones. I want Jones to do well. I really do. But I'm harder on him because there are things I'm seeing that are bad. It's not just on him. I actually thought – you made a good point. The O-line was struggling a little bit early in the game. I thought the O-line played well. I thought he had pockets. They got it I together. thought the running backs had holes. And, yeah, and honestly, but that's – yeah, as a Rams fan, you know, I, I know that they have a, a great D-line and everything, but their run defense can really get, get killed sometimes. That's like the one I, area where they don't look good in. Well, you're paying Aaron Donald, you know, an arm and a leg. I guess it's probably well, he's hard fantastic. to get other players around him. I know yeah. he is. What did but you I think of that whole Donald and Gates confrontation? You know, Nick Gates yeah. is a pretty young setter. I thought it was pretty cool that he stood up for his teammates against a, a I guess. Like I mean, that's just regular – it's just football. I don't know. I, I like seeing that every now and then, you know? Oh, yeah. Seeing, I mean, that was seeing just Seeing that there's still some fire in the game where they – That was can, just like, football. But I don't know if you heard about yeah. Ramsey and Golden Tate. That was not, oh, no, they, they, that they was not just football. They do not That's like each other. <laughs> so that was apparently, before Ram, this year. apparently Ramsey left Tate's sister when she was pregnant. Mm. Like they were together Classic. and he's, he's the father. Or I don't, actually don't know if he's the father. I just read that she was pregnant. Either way, there's beef between them off the field and it so, carried over. So to, to know that that's the case, you have that kind of anger on the field. And then you see Golden Tate falling before he gets hit and 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 on a screen pass when it listen he was doomed from the start of that play but he got absolutely destroyed got body slammed. by ramsey i i i'm sorry like where's your toughness where is it we need him we need we need our a veteran receiver to lead us because <sighs> there is no one else on the staff 
and and to be honest, I don't think Golden Tate is that person though. Absolutely not. I know that I, I know that Giants fans talk about like Sterling Shepard and all that, but what has he done though? Because I feel like you know they always talk. You about know what him. Golden he's, Tate was? Golden Tate was the, the cookie. Field. Golden Tate was the cookie that Dave Gelman threw at us after trading Odell Beckham. He's like, I got <laughs> said, another receiver, <laughs> and and it's like okay. He, he dug in the bottom of the bag and found some crumbs. He said, Here yeah. you go. Yeah, and you see what Odell did this week? Yeah, he, he went off. He went off. I mean, I'm not saying I I I, I can't sit here and say that I wasn't like, okay, maybe we should trade Odell because it was just when the team's bad and the headlines are bad. It's not worth it. All that money for a wide receiver. But he also showed you that he has the capability of taking over a football game. He single-handedly almost beat Dallas. I mean, I'm not saying the Browns team didn't play well, but he caught a touchdown from Landry. He caught a touchdown from Baker. And then he had that reverse where he Mm -hmm. just stopped and, 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 it literally looked like it was going to be a tackle for a loss, and then he goes completely the other way for a touchdown. Well, that Cowboys defense, man, they, they are yeah, not man. looking good for like three, four well, games. The they, they've least. given up like 30-something points every single game, at least. It, it's the and NFC at least. You got, you got know, the, the Eagles and Cowboys each have one win, and because the, the Eagles the have NFC a tie, and the, the Giants are only, I guess, NFC a game best. and a half out. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's I mean, what, it what, what, but, are the Rams going to go far? Like, what, what's what's the deal? With yeah, that? I think so. Because th- when you watch this team, they look a lot more like the team that went that went to the Super Bowl. Especially on I'm offense. Sorry, I just wasn't that. Imp- I mean, I know how bad the Giants are, and I know the Giants were playing really hard trying to get a win. And I, I do think that Judge is a good guy, and they want to win for him. But the I, I wasn't that impressed with the offense. Maybe That's the fine. Giants. Te- maybe I'm underestimating the Giants' uh, defense. I think but- they did a good job. I mean, I. I- <laughs> Every great offense has a couple clunkers here and there, and this was this was one of them. Like fair, but know. I'm not just I'm, looking I'm not at one worried game. Worried about it. I'm not What's just that? looking at one game. I'm not just looking at one game. But when I watch the the Rams, I I've noticed um, a lot of the times they'll have these hurry up drives when they're in rhythm, and it's art. It's like yeah. Robert Woods, bam, Cooper Cup, bam, stuff. bam. You know, run run to Henderson, bam. You know, and, and just or or Cam Akers play if action and, and all that and, kind and of stuff. Higby, moving bam. Around. You know, it's just everybody's involved, spreading the field. McVeigh's got that look, like he's mm-hmm. in the zone, and McVeigh and Goff are connected. So yeah. that that when that happens, that's that is literally what could carry them to the Super Bowl if they have a good defensive team. But and I it looked like that early in the game. The the, mm-hmm. the Giants went three and out in the first possession, and the Rams went down the field, down the yeah. field. And I'm like, here we go, long day coming. That's what I thought and too. Then, and then they just fizzle out for. It happens. Two and a half I, I, again, I'm not. It's I'm not, not just the Giants. I've seen it time and time again, where I'm like, this offense is unstoppable, and I'm like, they didn't win that game. They only scored twenty something points. That's when all last year too. This is after they went to the Super Bowl. Well, last year was was a was a weird year. It was like an aberration year. You know what I mean? It was like that Super yeah. Bowl hangover stuff, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. But this year, I don't know. They just they just look like the team that went to the Super Bowl more, especially on offense. And I know, you know, it doesn't always ch- like chug along. But in the first few games, they scored 32. They scored 30-something on Cowboys. You know, they scored 32 on, on a Bills defense that's really good. You know what I mean? And they came back from being down 25. Um, so, I, I don't know. And then, then they played the Eagles, which is whatever. The Eagles are, are kind of a, a whatever team, too. But I don't, I don't know, know what I to like think of them. I, was seeing, I don't know what to think of the Eagles. I, I, I saw – They're, they're I weird. I didn't watch the entirety of the game, but I saw, like, you know, tweets and comments were like, man, you got to bench Carson Wentz. Like, you know, people yeah. just getting impatient. For and who, though? Wentz, like, you know, it was um, – I, I can't even name Carlin. who their backup quarterback It was is. Carlin who tweeted. Ah, whatever. But then, <laughs> of course, Wentz goes, goes in and wins the game. So. And who's their backup quarterback? Who are you going to turn to? 
Exactly. Other than I mean, it, it, I can't it's even just name people them. who are still thinking about Foles. That's the real thing. And Foles actually started for the He's Bears. He's gone. It's over. There's no more Foles magic. It's done. Well, the, this is what people tell me about Eli and Jones, uh, that I should embrace Jones. Well, I should support him and not be critical of him. But when you see those well, moments where you can he's got to throw but, it. You can support him, but it's one thing to be supportive, and it's one thing to be blindly supportive right. of someone. Like, obviously, I can't see down the field all the time. You know, I can't see what's going on until I see the replays. But I know when the ball is supposed to be thrown. And, yeah, and, and that, when that he's clutching clock. it, that internal clock, and when he's clutching it, not throwing it, and you see those guys coming off the end, and you know this guy. I mean, the only miracle is in Aaron Donald's in the game. You know what yeah. I mean? Aaron, even if he gets double teamed, you only have so much time before he's you, going to break You either, it. at that point, your decision has to be, I'm running for my life, I'm yeah. throwing the ball to a receiver, or I'm throwing it away. Those are your three choices. Yep. And if he is still standing there indecisive in one of those three, you're going to throw the game away. And, and this has happened to him numerous times. It's, I know, it's interesting. I, I, I like what you said about B being like a Duke quarterback and all that. He didn't win in Duke. I, I hate to say that college that kind of gives you a glimpse of what somebody might be, but it kind of does. I mean, look at every USC quarterback, and Sam Darnold is included in this. Every USC quarterback, you know, they look good in college, and then they, they always struggle when they come to the, to the pro And level. then look at the SEC quarterbacks. Yeah, look they're at, always good. Look at, look at Burrow out of LSU. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Burrow, I mean, obviously, we have to wait and see about Tua, but I think he, he has a good team there that can be. Alabama's like, a little different in that category. They have a some little, but I, I don't know. quarterbacks I that come out that don't turn out so good. You got Oklahoma, which is in the SEC too, Florida. I don't know. I think there's – you're right, though. There's a big difference in, in how they translate. Because it's about strength of schedule. It's about who you Absolutely. play. It's about, it's about the like, level of competition play? you've they played play against College. before. Right. Like, do, like, like if you looked at, at Jones's tape, you saw a leader, you saw the best player on the field, and you saw a guy who a lot of the times put the ball in the bucket and the ball was dropped. So the best player on a bad team, you think, okay, maybe he can take that next step against tougher competition, but he's never seen it before. So how long but are you I willing to wait? That's why I think patience is more important, though, because like you said, he hasn't played these, these tough games and everything. So I think But then there's the, on the flip, you got a team like the Jets – you know, oh. they bring in a guy like Adam Gase, hire I never understood, and they and they and he's been here for over a year, and he sh- they should have fired him at the end of his first year. Adam Gase has been here for like t- two, three years now, which is amazing. No, I think it's been a year and a half. I think last year they hired him, right? No, or maybe I'm wrong so. on that. Has it really been that long? He's been here. Well, he's been here because he um, uh, God, I'm trying to think. I remember the know, crazy eyes the press GM conference. Job. They, they no, he was him. with the Dolphins though. They hired him in 2019, I believe. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. So that was last Early year. 2019, like, yeah. He's only coached a season in four games. But that's long But it enough. feels like an eternity. Exactly. And that's, that's what, I guess enough. that's where I'm wrong, because it feels like he's been there for years. And well, just he was with Miami, time. and it was the same story. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they, it was the same sort of dysfunction. And, Can I and, say, how did, how did this man get the, the moniker of a quarterback whisperer? I still don't get that. He, he was these guys the get opportunities – for New York football teams. I don't know. Like the truth he, was the is corner, the Jets he was the coordinator for Peyton Manning in the Broncos. Like, Which is a nothing job. Whisperer? I know. But that's a nothing job. You don't have job. to do anything. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Peyton gave him the seal of approval. Peyton yeah. said, I think he'll be a good head coach. And I think a lot of GMs sure went gaga over that. You know, mm-hmm. it, and, and, it, it, and the, the Jets hired him so quickly. It didn't make any yeah. sense. Didn't and then they made him the, the, 
the uh, GM after they fired um, McCagnan, too. So you're giving him all the power. He, I don't think well, he's now they have Douglas. Well, Douglas now they do, but I'm saying, but Gase still has some sway there, though, in terms of like the owner and all that. And that's he, not good. He was given a lot of power. Yeah, and, which is not and, good for a guy that has okay. not proved anything. And you're just going to end up firing him, and then Darnold's going to be on his third coach. Yeah. It's – or his second coach, I guess. His second. But either way, though, I mean, yeah. it, it's so much change and, every, and all that. And, I mean, I know you're talking doomsday with the Giants and all that. They look like that. But at least you're not the Jets, man. The Jets do not look good. At least the Giants play. You know I do I mean? think the Jets suck more than us. I really do. Absolutely. It might just be my my heart talking, but no, I the think Jets' right. defense is nothing, and the Giants' defense actually can play. As it's, we saw, the, the the difference with the Giants' defense is they're sit and read defense. They're cover two a lot of the time. They're they're not. They don't really blitz. How many times do you see the Giants blitz in that game? Pretty rarely. Like I don't. If not I much. Don't. Goff pretty much had all day. They they line up you know, six guys on the line and you're like, okay, here come the dogs. And then it'll be like four, maybe, maybe five and everybody and three of those guys standing there and dropping back. Now the linebackers have improved. I like Martinez and Fackrell. And I like, and I certainly like what I'm seeing out of, you know, James Bradbury, but our, our pass rush is mostly D tackles. So unless we get a big game from somebody like Golden or Ximmons or um, any, anybody at D end, uh, Lorenzo Carter is the other name I was thinking of. You, mm-hmm. You're not. Where's it coming from? Yeah. You're not going to see that consistent pass rush. So I don't. I think they're just become a coverage team, which is painful because that's a bend don't break kind of strategy. Even though it's working, and even though the defense isn't giving up a lot of points, we need to find a way to get turnovers because the offense is not scoring at all. Like you yeah. need to help the offense, and the best I guess way to do that is blue to blitz. On offense, don't they? How long has it been? They like haven't scored games? a touchdown in three it's since the game three games ago. They didn't score this My week. God. They didn't score the week before that. Just field goals. That's Nine. that's gotta be as an offense, that has to be. That you have to think about that, you know? I, I know, know that you say you probably don't, but that's gotta and be. You mentioned fine. you didn't you didn't like Judge's decision, uh mentioned to me before the recording. You mentioned that that you didn't like Judge's decision regarding going for it on fourth and eleven. Oh yeah, dude. Oh my goodness. I, I was so so shocked when I was watching that game that on fourth and eleven on a, on a very kickable field goal that they didn't yeah. take the points and go down by five. Cause then there's two and a half minutes left. You have all your timeouts. All you got to do is stop them one more time. Right. You get the ball back. And then if you score a touchdown, you win where you're going for it on fourth and 11. And honestly, I would love to see the, the percentages of how often teams convert that. It's probably extremely low. These, these, I just thought it was so silly. And then when they were, these when they were new stats the really field, confused me. They really when they were driving down the field at the end of the game, I was saying to my dad, I'm like, thank God they, they didn't kick that field goal because they'd be in trouble right now. You know, like they yeah. could lose. And, but I, I, I mean, you're, you're in the same boat as me that you were kind of questioning why they didn't just take those points there. I, 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 if I was the coach, I probably would have took the points. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think it was the dumbest decision in the world because when your offense is broken and you're 0-4, um, you're right. and you but, kick a field goal, 11. that means you got to kick off. And when you kick off, unless the defense gets a three and out, which you have to admit is, is asking a lot, unless the defense gets a three and out, the momentum is completely shattered and you might not even get the ball back. Whereas if you go for it on fourth down, you it, it, maybe if it wasn't fourth and 11. That's what like I was just going to say. Maybe if it was say. fourth and five if or it, fourth and four. If it's fourth and four or whatever, fine. You want to go for it, do it. But fourth and, fourth and long like that, 
Well, like, 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 think about what you're asking Jones to do, a, a, a guy who threw the ball 36 times and didn't even get over 200 yards in the game. But they were driving down the field, and that's what I'm saying, though, is that, you know, before he threw that, that pick at the end, if they kicked that field goal, they would have had to be in a, a, a position to score a touchdown and win, not, not score a touchdown, and, then, have, then have to get a two-point conversion just to tie. And you know? I hate this shit. With the, me and my dad say this every week. I hate this with the Microsoft surfaces. The second Jones makes a boo-boo, like, yeah. uh, okay, so he had one turnover in the game, which is actually an improvement for him. Yeah. And it was at the end. And the game is over. You lost. It sucks. The emotion is there. I got up furious because he had, a, he had an easy jog for the first down. He could have loafed for the first down, and he still could have gotten out of bounds because the Rams were in man coverage, and he had gotten out of the pocket. So he easily could have just been like, okay, let me take the first, and then we can take shots at the end zone. Instead, he – Tries to throw the ball in an impossible He's going for window it, baby. off his no no doesn't just throw it in a bad decision throws it off his back foot so he break he breaks all the rules forgets all the logic thinking this is the moment when it didn't have to be that moment <laughs> so time okay then, so you so you a screw great up. play though by the Rams corner though pick that off yeah I'm not going to discredit that but it was threw it right right in his lap you know but if you're going to make a throw like that it's got to be at the sideline it can't be right. on his other shoulder so. And now if you throw off your back foot, it's not going to be that accurate. So you either run for an easy first down or you throw the game away. So he made the wrong decision. And what's the first thing they do? There's like, I think there was like a few seconds left on the clock. The Rams mm-hmm. just had to run it out. The Giants had no timeouts. And they're, look, they're breaking it down. I'm like, give the guy a minute to grieve. Yeah. That's like, Isn't that that's what, like, what that's the equivalent. Were? That's the equivalent of like, you were just dumped. And the next day, someone's showing you like Tinder or something. Like give, give the person a minute. <laughs> To process the disappointment and, and they gotta and analyze what went wrong with Amazon Web Services. Oh my god! I know there's so oh many analytic nerds now that just it's not even. It, it, I think it's just the NFL. Maybe the NFL is demanding it to promote Microsoft. I don't know. Yeah, but but even, that'd be even worse. Oh, of course, you're in, someone's, it's worse. you're in someone's pocket. When I if, when I see Jones's face, like they oh, if, the problem is they always film him after the screw ups. He might be looking at the Microsoft Surface every damn time, but I only see it on the camera. <laughs> after a screw up and he's got this face, like he's biting his lip and, and he looks nervous and the pressure is just mounting week after week after week. And I'm worried he's going to crumble. I'm really worried that it's going to, they're going to screw him up psychologically. I think he'll be okay. If they, they have like a win soon, you know, now here's a question I want, I want to throw at you. Mm -hmm. If the, if the quarterbacks switch teams, would you feel more comfortable with Darnold if he was the Giants quarterback right now? Yeah, Darnold looks better to me. I gotta That's say, fair. I mean, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to make, you know, that switch. But like, hype, you, you give but me. But I'm a just saying, like, if you, you if you could switch him right now, you would take Darnold over Jones, right? Yeah, probably. I, I'm in the same boat though, too, because I, I think Darnold can be good, but my God, I think Adam. Gase it might is change such, in a year. He's he's such a dead weight coach. If, if you ask me the question in a year, two years, I might have yeah. a different opinion. But right now, sure. at, at this moment. I mean, Darn- I mean, Darnold juked a guy out of his jock on Thursday night football, <laughs> and he looked like he had some spunk. You know, he, like, spiked the ball and looked a little, mm-hmm. like, confident. Like, I, don't, I haven't seen that with Jones. In the first game of Jones' career as a rookie, he looked very promising. He brought them back. He used his legs. He got everybody involved. Ingram had his best game as a giant. But now with, it's just like Jones and Ingram, all this pressure on Ingram. It, it just looks horrible. It's, Ingram it's is worse. gone. He's gone. 
he's very he's been very he's good. not he's not what they need I, I, he was touted he's not, as this, he's like, a tight end that doesn't play tight end air. yeah and yeah. he doesn't block and if you don't you know, block a tight end sorry right and then so so if you're dropping the ball what the hell are we in this for like you yeah, like exactly. if you're going to be a pass catching tight end you don't catch passes what are we in this for it's and good, i know jones question. misses him a lot don't like there was a there was a play i saw where he was hanging his head where he tried to force it to slate between two defenders ended up being incomplete and you know ingram is is had a had a tight end drag wide open on the other side of the field if he had just saw him oh well moments you like know, this that's, that's just is what it is at this point but but you know what also kills me about football these 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 football geniuses these football gurus these bend don't break game plans you know when, when obviously the giants didn't score and it resulted in a turnover but when they were desperate and they were showing that they had to complete passes and jones was throwing it up to to slayton it was like the most excitement I felt from the offense all day. <laughs> and it's because they're at the point now where they're like, okay, we got to take chances. I gotta think they're chances, preaching sure. no turnovers, no mistakes so much that they've become the most boring and, and unexciting offense I've ever seen. It's one thing to, to not want to turn the ball over, but it's another to completely avoid risk just, just for that reason. You know, it's like, all right, we're not going to throw a pass 30 yards because we don't want him to get an interception and get rattled, you know? Or we don't want to, you know, yeah. do a play action thing where you're making him do something crazy. But you know what? If he hits that, that's a big boost for that. You might even and score when a you, And when you suck, when you suck. What do you have to lose? The, Especially now. You're 0-4. Your chance to make the right. playoffs, if, if that was even a thought in your mind, it's, it's gone now. So just let it all hang out. I don't want to hear that we're a game and a half out in the division. I really don't. Like, I Which want, is I want unbelievable, to see, by the way. I, unbelievable. It, it, it's believable. I mean, there's always a division that sucked, and it's been us I for know, a while. I know, but you're 0-4, and you're a game and a half out of first place. Isn't that – doesn't that just boggle your mind? Uh, you're still going to get 7-9 and nine or 8-8 eight and eight out of that division because, because there's, always, there's always one team that's going to do well within the division, and that's six games. So if you, if you go 4-2 and two there, yeah. you, you just got to win four of the games to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Beat up on the, on, on the, the weaker teams. The NFC the least. I mean, I get it, but – I don't want to talk about divisional, you know, chances, especially not until after these three weeks are over. Because we got the Cowboys this week, yes. we got the Washington football team the week after that, and then you got the Eagles after that. So if you lose these next three games, what uh, what happens? Gettleman's uh, not Gettleman's job is gone. Like it's as good as you gone. think they're going to they fire him after this year. They, what I was going to say was if they end up. If that happens, they'll be 0-7. And if mm-hmm. they end up starting 0-7, uh, Gettleman will probably receive the, the firing at the end of the year and will just keep him for no reason. I would – just like the Jets and Gase, I, I, I think the Jets should fire Gase Friday morning. And I think that if the Giants do not show up in these division games, like, if, like Dallas is capable of scoring points. If you can't score points, it doesn't matter how good the defense is. They got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, so, so if they don't score points this week, you're going to lose to Dallas. And then uh, they, they kind of match up better against Washington because they're similar, younger quarterbacks. Yeah. But even Washington, game. I think, is better than their record says. They, and they, they have a better coach. Fair amount of their games. They have a better coach. Better coach. Know? They have just, I, they, I mean, overall, they have more talent, I think, too. But stop um, hiring these unproven guys. I'm sorry. It's like, a catch 22, though. You know, because it's, it's catch-22 because the guy's never been a head coach. Okay, but then how does he get experience? Well, he, someone's got to take a chance on him, right? But, Eventually. but New York sports, 
like in real life, have crazy fans. And You're right. New York sports have high expectations in all categories. The NFL is becoming like baseball. They're hiring these pawns to just <laughs> sit there and go out to the media and get slaughtered. McAdoo, Shermer, Judge. I mean, I like Judge the best out of those three already. Even if the yeah, Giants go 0-16, even if the Giants go 0-16, I like Judge more than those two guys. Yeah. Why? Because he's well, accountable and he cares about his players. Those are two things. And it I also didn't... depends on what they show you in that 0-16. If they're fighting, for, you know, right. in every game, then that's right. what you want to see. McAdoo. If they're like the Jets, nothing. where they look flat, yeah, that's not what you want to see. So, so here we have the Jets who had Rex Ryan, and Rex Ryan wasn't a great coach, but he made the Jets interesting, and and he made and he obviously took them to back-to-back championship. And then you have the Giants who had Coughlin. Those guys were forced out faster probably than they needed to be because the fans were getting impatient. For what? For what? Like, the replacements aren't better. The results aren't better. The rosters are completely different. But the results are the same, if not worse. I can't, the grass I is always can't, greener until you actually get there. And you're like, oh, whoops, right. this isn't any better. Right. And so I said, something, the hard way. I said something. This upset my cousins. This upset them. Because they thought I was being an ass. And truthfully, I was. Because I was upset about the game. I said, you know, if Eli played, I think we'd be 2-2. Two and two. That's what I said. <laughs> you know, because, because you had two situations, like the Rams and the Bears, where Eli, throughout his career, has done pretty well with the game on the line going down the field in the fourth quarter. Now, it would have been a completely, completely different game plan, and it would have been a whole lot of this and that, and who knows. I, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee that they would have mm-hmm. won both those games. But I do know. In that situation where we got to go down the field to win the game, like with the Bears game, I, I know Eli wouldn't have wasted a play throwing to the flat for Deion Lewis when you should have been taking two shots at the end zone instead of one. That's number one. <coughs> and I don't think Eli would be rolling out, throwing on his back foot, trying to force something into a corner of the end zone when he wasn't even in the end zone. Like it didn't even make sense to attempt that pass at all. So – don't get me wrong. Jones has to learn. Jones has to figure it out. But if we keep giving these guys experience, you're going to blink, and we're going to be the Cleveland Browns. We're going to be having early picks every single year, and we're going to be uh, come on now. Let's let's take it easy. Thirty nine out of fifty two, man. Thirty nine out of thirty nine out of fifty two, or whatever the hell it is. That's the amount of games they've lost over it, their but, last. Believe me, dude. But you got to be on another level. The Rams for five years had the worst five year winning percentage, and you always come out on the, on the other side. And you Even just stuck with now. Jeff Fisher. Why? Like, why did they stick with Jeff Fisher? Because he gave us mediocre instead of terrible. And that's, that was awesome for me. This is, when, they this went, is, when they went 7-8-1 in his first year, I was so happy. I was like, oh, finally, yes, this is fantastic. But that's because yeah. I'm so used to eating garbage every Sunday. Right. When somebody gives you, you know, a, 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 like a mediocre dinner, you're like, oh, this is, this is the best thing fans I've ever always, eaten. Fans always argue over who to blame. And no matter, no matter what the situation is, there's going to be a lot of fans that blame the quarterback, no matter what. He's now, I, yeah. I am not normally that guy, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried about Jones, and I'm not – doesn't mean I'm not rooting for him. Doesn't mean I'm not pulling for him. Doesn't mean I don't think he's a good kid. Doesn't mean I don't, I don't like his leadership. Doesn't mean I don't like his accountability. Doesn't mean any of that. How much longer do you wait? A lot of Jones fans would say you got to give him the rest of the season. Okay. You have to. Okay. So if you have another, like, what if, what if your year is miserable? What if you're looking at a three-win year, four-win year? Do you just bring jo- Judge and Jones back the following year? I, I'll tell you right now, so. that's what the Giants are going to do. I think that's they what should the Giants because, would do. Because if you're 3-13 and you get a high pick, 
obviously they're not going to they're get the number one pick. But if they did, I know you think about Trevor Lawrence or anything, but imagine the haul you could get if you traded that to a team that wants it's Trevor sort Lawrence. Of you, like, could like, a, you could get a Herschel Walker type return for that. And is that of, worth it? Uh, yeah. And, and it's mm-hmm. the, here's, the, here's the other thing. Teams always look at franchise quarterbacks and say, hey, I don't want to disrupt anything with a franchise quarterback. We need to build around him. We need to continue to improve. Any team in the NFL, literally anyone, could have had an opportunity to sign Cam Newton. The only one with the guts to do it was New England Patriots. If you stack all 32 starting quarterbacks, some of it, Trubisky's been benched already. Okay. And I was, I, I, honestly, I, I wanted to bring up Trubisky at some point in this conversation because he's North Carolina. Giants are 0-4 and everything, but would you rather be the Giants at 0-4 with Jones or the Bears at 3-1 and with Trubisky and really no hope of getting like a high draft pick? Because, I'd rather be 3-1 yeah. than 0-4 every single time, if that's the question. Fair but enough. The, but, but, just, but, but the analogy that I'm trying to – the point that I was trying to make, and now I've lost it, completely lost my train of yeah. thought. Yes. Uh, thanks to you. So Mitch Trubisky got benched, and then Nick Foles comes in. He scores okay. 11 points. Oh, no, I was saying, if you stack Cam Newton, if you, if you take all 32 quarterbacks and you list mm-hmm. them, and you, list, and, you, and, you, and you go, okay, where does Cam Newton go out of all these guys? It's the top half. No matter where, no matter how you slice it, okay, we can debate till the cows come home about little things. But then, but so why were so many teams that are insisting on committing to their franchise guys? Yeah. It's it's like too many GMs just want to establish their legacy with a certain guy. When you mm-hmm. have the opportunity to replace him with someone better, tied to that just, person, you just do it. Like yeah. it was like the C- the Seahawks had totally invested in that guy in the Packers. What was his name? Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn, but come on, okay. he's he, he's got a Russell noodle. Wilson shows up and shows yeah. everybody that he's a lot better, and you don't even think twice about it. You make him your quarterback. Well, I think that's different because they drafted Wilson. They signed Matt. Third Flynn. round, so though. You're, you're, I know, but you're always he wasn't tied expected more, to start. But you're always tied more to someone that you draft. I think in terms of like your personal legacy, like you're saying, if you, if you draft a person, you want them to succeed because you drafted them. You know. I think that's why it was different. But with Cam Newton, you're you're right. Like, you look at all the teams. You you're, you're telling me that the Bears wouldn't have wanted Cam Newton right now, or, or, the, the, or, Bears, or, or the, the Jaguars, or like the, any, the Jaguars. Any, even yeah. though I think Gardner Minshew's fine, but you're right. Cam Newton would be an improvement. But I think Cam Newton went to the best spot that he, he could have gone though for him for oh, himself no, personally. No doubt, he made and the best listen, choice. There there are a lot of reasons with free agency. Like Cam Newton might not have even wanted to come to teams that didn't look like they were mm-hmm. going to win. But I didn't even see anything about an offer. I didn't I know, see same. anything about about and a discussion. He didn't get that much. It was it was he got one year. You could pay him twenty something million for one are, year. Are, are you, you are, are all these coaches really that scared of personality? Because this guy GMs went fifteen too. and one in the NFL. He went fifteen and one with the way he played. Now I get it. It's it's he's a bruiser and he's looking to hit somebody. He's not he's not looking to stay in the pocket. But Belichick embraces that. And obviously, yes. I want to say I want to wish Cam Newton well. He's, he's sick. He's got COVID. I hope he feels better. They're playing tonight, but and of course, he of course, it's against that, the uh, Chiefs where he goes out. It's like okay, that the whole Chiefs fantasy all, all thing. It was a nightmare. Yeah. I have I have Travis Kelsey, and my buddy has Edwards Alaire. And literally Sunday morning, we were like we were like what what are we gonna? And I'm playing him, so yeah. we were like it was, oh this is Max you know Max we're we're mm-hmm. so Max is all nervous about it. I was like listen. I got one chief. You got one chief. You keep your chief in. I'll keep my chief. In. Like we had, we had a true gentleman's agreement. 
And he was like, you know what? I like the sound of that. And then we left because there was a legitimate rumor that the game is going to be moved to maybe yep. even after Tuesday. Like if the game was moved to Wednesday, which I don't think NFL ever wanted to do, but that would have made uh, it was, forced it was to do like team up for the, for the rest of the year. I think it would just be so weird. The, the, the chief schedule is already all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you win the Super Bowl. But I, I, uh, I'm looking forward to watching that game still, even without Cam. It'll, it'll be kind of fun to see what happens. But, you know, obviously I got the Chiefs now. Not Cam. Uh, I hope the Patriots win that game. That'd be great. I love watching the Chiefs play. Like, like when I watched the Chiefs-Ravens game last week, it's just a punch in the face about seeing how far away you really are from a competitive winning football team. True. The Chiefs have guys. The Chiefs but have it's just a amazing roster. how fast, though, in a year, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you just give, give a team a year how fast – like the Bills last year, you know, they were fine. This year, how many teams could have had Mahomes? I think nine, right? He went 10th or something like that? Same with Lamar. A lot of them could have had Lamar, too. The whole league could have had Lamar. Lamar was 32nd. I'm trying to remember when Josh – Josh Allen was one of the first three, right, taken off the board? No. Like, no. He wasn't you sure. Uh, he's top 10. But he wasn't top three. Top top, 10, the okay. Giants had two. They took Saquon. Jets had three. They took Darnold. Oh. And the Browns were at one. And how, they took Mayfield. Now, how salty are you that, that they took it was the Saquon wrong decision. and not, it's the wrong and not decision. someone I, else like a Josh Allen or something like that? It was the wrong decision. And it doesn't mean I don't love Saquon. It doesn't mean I don't wear his jersey, which I do. And it doesn't mean I don't think he's an absolute champion of a human being and an absolute stud. The simple thing that everybody said when you draft a running back is, be careful. They get hurt. What happened? He got hurt last year. He missed some time. And this year, he's out the whole year. I mean, it's, it's, it was a risk. It was a gutsy thing. They invested mm-hmm. on keeping Eli. They underperformed. Yeah. There was drama with Odell. They, they, they had just run McAdoo out of town. I mean, it, it, between McAdoo and Shermer and now Judge, the results are the same. It's, it, it, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, like, this isn't just because, oh, we have to be patient. It's Jones' first year. No, we have to be pissed. Because the Giants are sucking at this rebuilding process, and I think it's a reflection of John Mara. I, I don't. I obviously know Gettleman has made a lot of Gettleman's fingerprints are all over these mistakes. There, there, there are a ton of decisions he made that make absolutely no sense. I actually have it on Twitter. I can read them right now. We can go a whole rant about it. Let's 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 check this out. We're gonna see so, how how you, your life could have been different with the Giants, right? I mean, going back. So I'm this sorry, guy, just kind of this guy's name but. is Mike. Follow him on Twitter at Mike underscore NYY. He's also a Yankees fan, but his current name is Mike Fire Gettleman. That's his name on Twitter. And and here are some bullet points that he wrote out that he tweeted um, about about why he wants Gettleman fired. Okay. One, he publicly admits he didn't field any trade calls for the number two pick when four quarterbacks went in the top ten. Okay, didn't even take a call about it. Like, if you, could, if you wanted Barkley that badly, you should have traded the pick and, and seen if you can still got him maybe a few picks later for somebody who wanted a quarterback. The Colts received three second-round picks to move back with the Jets, and that could have been the Giants. That's his point there. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, the Giants could have had all of these players instead of just Barkley. They could have had Quentin Nelson, Nick Chubb, Harold Landry, Anthony Miller, Devo Samuel. Those are a lot of names that we all like, and obviously there's a lot of hypotheticals because the Giants didn't trade the number two pick. But he made a point that you should have fielded some calls about it, should have done something about it. Mox Analytics in 2018 and then in 2020 says he hired computer folks and is now a believer in analytics while claiming he was joking. That is true. That is 100% true that this – uh, old school Boston guy said that 
gave Nate Soldier a terrible contract, signed Patrick hmm. Alma May and Kareem Martin for three years, $15 million, waste of money. Signed Curtis Riley to start at free safety. Signed players like Josh Morrow, B.W. Webb, and Connor Barwin, all already gone, come and gone, these guys, you know. Signed Jonathan Stewart for two years, $7 million, and was awful, but claimed he hasn't lost a step. Like, he never he, he even met – did you know the Giants signed Jonathan Stewart? They did. And he was supposed to back up Barkley. For no reason at all, he cut Romeo Aquaro, who had like seven and a half sacks in 2018. Let's Ross Cockrell, Devin Kennard, and DJ Fluker walk, who would have been upgrades over who he brought in to replace them. Has wasted two third-round picks and two fourth-round picks, Williams, Beal, Lauletta, and Ogletree. Yeah, why did you draft Kyle Lauletta? Why did you draft <laughs> Sam Beal? Uh, and and the, the Ogletree trade was uh, horrible. Traded for Ogletree coming off a terrible season. It was making around $12 million per year. Hard. I was kind of I was a little upset when the Rams traded him, but it actually worked out nicely. You, you saw how much he declined. You know, it, it was it was just bad timing. Uh, his whole Leonard, oh my God, the Leonard Williams trade, where he gave up a second round pick, uh, and also had to had to sign him that year to a franchise tag for sixteen million dollars. I mean, that's like for what another D tackle? Like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Took Sam Beal in the third round, who was one hundred seventy one hundred seventy five pounds and had an injury history before being drafted. Now, and, and, you know, this probably was the influence of John Mara, and I love Eli more than anybody, but they brought Eli back in 2019 to play in two games before getting benched, while they could have saved $22 million in cap space to actually improve the roster for Jones. Mm -hmm. So they screw both of them by keeping him there. So, listen, I, the list goes on. There's a whole lot of stuff. Signs Odell to a massive $95 million extension just to trade him a year later. He gives the Giants $16 million in dead cap when you could have traded him the year before, before the contract. Let's Landon Collins walk for rather than franchising him for only $11 million. Brings in Julius. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I, tra I, got, I got Julius Peppers. Peppers is not as good as Collins. I'm sorry. Doesn't trade Janoris Jenkins at the deadline, but cuts him two weeks later over a slur on Twitter. Like, oh, my God. Signed Anton Bethea to be the starting safety last year at 35 years old and actually said in a press conference, I don't take age into account when signing guys. He always says these comments with these smirks as if he doesn't care, but he just ends up looking stupid. Trades three picks to move up and select DeAndre Baker, who many scouts and analysts were concerned about due to character concerns and work ethic. Okay, Check that, that one. Box. I mean, I, I obviously I mean, the guy the ended up doing wrong you things. Do you, do, you blame, do you blame Gettleman for making that pick? Probably not. Okay, you did. You could never have predicted he'd be an all-out criminal. He'd be an armed <laughs> robber. Yeah, like, are we going to get mad at Bill Belichick for drafting Aaron Hernandez too? I mean, come on. That won't so, work out more, but. So, uh, so then, and lastly, this guy's got a whole long list here. Sorry to drag this out, but he says takes a run stuff and D tackles seventeenth overall in an age where stopping the pass is most important. But due to his lack of understanding for positional value, it wasn't surprised. And I love Dexter Lawrence, but his obsession with D tackle amazes me. We have Tomlinson, we have Lawrence, and, and we have Williams. He's obsessed with the tackles. He loves them. So I, I, I'm kind of done with them. I can't really do it. Um, but there's no point in firing him right now. They're just going to drag on this whole frenzy well, of, of a joke of a situation. And I can't take it anymore, Al. I can't, I can't take it I think I think firing him like a week or two before the season ends would be great help because then they can get an early jump. 
on finding someone. Yeah, don't wait till Christmas. I'm don't sorry. wait till the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Come wait, on. Like, just, just... like a, a, a few weeks before the season's over if you're still sucking. And then if you really want to do it, do it then. So you can get a, a head start. And people are saying, hey, you know, we're one, one and a half games out. You can't give up. I'm sorry. I'm not looking <laughs> How at How far are you going to go when you get in the playoffs? I'm not You're looking get at – Yeah. I'm not I'm – not, I mean, obviously – And then people say, hey, Marshall Lynch with the Seattle Seahawks, 79. You yeah. won the game. I don't care. I don't care. Well, like, goal, isn't it better to, to make the playoffs? And it's like – but is it? If you're losing the first okay. game, it's like you were never there. Well – Okay. You I get it. It's questions. nice. But... I, I want to make the playoffs. Okay. I want to sure. win football games. Given given the, the the choice of the lesser, I would rather win and go to the playoffs. Fair, but, but that being said. But the benefit of losing, as you said, is the draft picks. And if you're not that good, would you rather go eight and eight, win the division, go to the playoffs? I don't, Bel- Belichick is one of the best drafters in the NFL. Sure, I don't think so I don't I don't think he considers losing for an earlier draft pick literally ever. Well, that's a different that's a whole different coach though, is what I'm saying. He knows how to draft. Obviously the Giants have proven that they don't have a great GM right now that knows how to draft. Not right now. If you know no. how to draft, you can be good all the time and it doesn't matter. It's just it's just a laundry list of baloney if you look at the Giants history. Like like Jerry Reese was a pretty good GM in the beginning. He took in he came and took over after Ernie Acorsi, but he didn't acknowledge the offensive line for like eight years. And which they is gave the most Eli, important position in football. They gave, they gave Eli says. a massive contract, which is understandable as franchise quarterback that won Super Bowls, and it prohibited them from signing anybody who was actually good, and they, and they never drafted anybody that could actually perform. They tried, drafted Justin Pugh, didn't pan out. Drafted Weston Richburg, didn't pan out. Drafted Eric Flowers, didn't pan out. Also, like all the different teams. So, so that's the root of the problem. We finally draft a bunch of O-linemen this year in the most wide receiver-heavy draft in the history of time. <laughs> we didn't draft a single wide receiver. Um, and, and we have three offensive linemen. I think Perk got his first minutes against the Rams this week. But the only guy starting was Thomas, who was their early pick in the first round. So you have three guys who are probably going to be part of the future. Maybe they should be playing more. I mean, they put Lemieux at fullback. You see that the Giants had a guard at fullback in the beginning of that game. It was like the first drive. I mean, he probably I feel, probably I just thought he was a good a idea, though. Well, he was only in for like a few plays. Sure, and and, if and I was like, who is that? Is that line, Lemieux? Get him a bulldozer. So it was working a little bit, but they haven't been able to run the football. They haven't been able to throw the football. They haven't been able to do anything on offense. They haven't been able to score points. Like it's these are simple things that the offense can't do, and I I I'm. I'm already running out of patience, and the season is – we're a quarter into the season. Well, I, My expectations know, I weren't even that high. Every team is going to go through this, and, you know, as being a Rams fan, I don't have pity for people that are like, oh, this is not fun. I'm like, well, happens. Well, this, it makes, But it makes when you're good again all the more sweeter. But there are teams that good. show that you can rebuild the right way and you're quickly right. and quickly – like the Chiefs, bam, Andy Reid, bam, Pat yeah. Mahomes, problem solved. But that, I think that all goes back to having a coach and then getting a quarterback that that coach wants. Well, they, they signed a good coach. Well, you that's know, what like, I'm saying. I don't know why the Giants – The coach why knows did, how to draft, and then the coach takes the quarterback they want, and then it all goes from there. The Giants missed out on McCarthy. It's kind of they the missed same out on the Rivera. Bills, they missed out on McCarthy and Rivera, and they both went to division rivals. Okay? Yeah. And that doesn't mean I have anything against Judge, but that, those are two better coaches. That they lost out on at this point, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, and maybe, it's just true, maybe though. If you, if you get the coach out. and the coach knows okay. how to draft, then you're going to be quick. Like the Bills, they got McDermott, who's a good coach, and then he drafted Allen, and look where they are. 
You know, it's, it's, I think having the coach first and then everything else follows after that. And then you got the Jets and we're literally sitting around having a pissing contest seeing who sucks more. And, <laughs> and it's, it's misery loves company. I mean, it's, it's bad. There's I don't know why New York football teams can't figure it out. It's been miserable. Well, in all fairness, if you're a Jets fan, you're not really used to having a great quarterback. When was the, who was their last great quarterback? Brett Favre. I always forget. And they had, that. He, he, he only played. He, he led them to go eight and three, but he played with a torn bicep and then he left. So yeah, I mean, it's not exactly. But long I, okay. So Brett Favre aside, I, I always forget about that, that he played for the Jets, but like, really, like, I know what you're saying. The last, last really franchise good. guy that was actually Jets good. are not used to having a good quarterback or a great quarterback. <laughs> the best, their whole one history. of the best quarterbacks they had for an extended period of time in my lifetime. Jets fans will laugh was Chad Pennington. I know. I remember Chad Pennington and then he played they, for Miami. He, he wasn't horrible. But they, they had, had Curtis Martin, and they could run the 30. ball, and they had a good game. Yeah, sure. But that's what I'm saying is that you can win if you're the Jets. You can win without having a, you know, a fran- a real franchise quarterback like somebody seems to have. However, you, would you like that? Sure, but it's they're just real, not lucky like that. Yeah, it's been a real rambly podcast. I want to kind of wrap this <laughs> up really quick. Some rapid fire uh, amount of wins for the Rams this year. What what are they getting? 11. Don't overthink it. Just say it. How many wins are the Rams going to get? 11. 11. Okay. Uh, what's the, the NBA? The, the Lakers are currently up 2 1 in the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler kind of took over last night. I'm going to break that down more as the finals kind of continues. But what's going to be the end result of the finals? I want the Heat to win, but the Lakers are probably going to win, unfortunately. How many games? Six. I got Lakers in five. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's winning the World Series? Who do you like? Rays. I picked them from the beginning. I'm pretty sure I picked them on, on this podcast. I, I, I said, I like the Rays. I am interested in this Yankees-Rays series because the Rays I said, I, the Rays are good. The Rays have won they 8 out of 10. Good. Dude, they also got a pair of stones. I mean, they, they clinched against the Mets, and they were smoking cigars in the Mets' dugout. I'm like, you know, this team, I would not mess with this team. Like, they don't give a <laughs> damn. Like, they, are, they, they, they didn't care where they were or who was watching. They're like, can't name five players on them, but these are some, some tough sons of bitches here. Yeah, some tough sons of bitches. So, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for the Rays a little bit, too. Obviously, who, who, are, not, who are, you, are you picking though? Who's your like World Series pick? I mean, I hate to say I was going to say the Rays, but whatever. I, I, it, it's 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 a weird year. It's kind of like a pretend year. Uh, but I I I like their chances. You know, I was I'm, I was rooting for rooting for San Diego a little bit too. I kind of like the, the the San Diego Padres. Yeah, it's like the Rays, San Diego, or the Marlins. It would just be so great to see the Marlins win the world's like they get in the I'm playoffs. I'm a Mets fan, so I don't like the Marlins, but two out of three, I agree with you. I'm a Mets fan. I don't like the Marlins. That would, I've, I've seen, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen too much too much uh, agony in 2007 and, and 2008. And if any Mets right. fan doesn't know what happened in those years, don't worry about it. It's not now, important. Two, a couple quick questions for, for, from me to you. Mets next year, playoffs or no? Well, I don't really know what to expect with the new owner. I mean, obviously, if they Fair. get the votes, Cohen is pretty much a lock to own the team. But it's not a guarantee yet. Feeling. Putting this out there. My, my gut feeling is they're going to spend a lot of money, and that could be good or bad. And if they spend money, they might overspend and get the wrong guys. Uh, I, I, I want them to make an offer. If they could go out and get a great pitcher like Trevor Bauer, there's you know he obviously mm-hmm. he's a big personality but if you bring him in with Degrom then you have Syndergaard coming back from surgery all of a sudden your weakest point of the off uh, weakest point of the team suddenly looks stronger and and you got to find a way to maybe bring back Conforto uh, because he had he's starting to look like he's you know going to be really good for for a while and 
the lineup's pretty good that way. I mean, I think Pete Alonso will have a better year. I think this was a great year to have a sophomore kind of slump, and he still hit home runs. He just wasn't the late level of greatness we saw the year before. Why is he called the polar bear? I don't get that. Because he looks like one. He looks like a polar bear? That's yeah. all it is? That's all it is. The team, the team had nicknames. That's stupid. That, I was hoping for a nick- much better Oh, no, Jeff McNeil is the flying squirrel, and, and uh, Wilson Ramos is the water buffalo. They, they, that year when that all started, they kind of gave everybody their own animal. Like, you have to admit, if you had to pick an – like, what, what would be your animal? What are you most like? Like, I, I think P. Alonzo, between his size and, and, his, and his skin tone and, and his personality, he's a polar bear. I think it works. Okay. I'll just roll with that. I'm not going to fight that. I thought there was a whole better Wilson Ramos is clearly a water buffalo. He looks like no a polar bear. Very good. I'll take it. Okay. Okay, last <laughs> question. If you had to give yourself an animal, what, what would you be? What animal? As a nickname? No, 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 no. Like what? Like like okay. When the Mets, if did, I could come back, like Jeff McNeil, Jeff McNeil, when he swings, he's kind of spazzy, he's kind of frantic. Okay. Like he's a great hitter, but that, that's why they call him the Flying Squirrel because he's like all over the place. He's like Rocky, so like from Rocky and Bullwinkle. So, what animal would you give yourself? Uh, <laughs> dog. Gotta, I don't know. You got to think about it. Just simple. Whatever. Don't say dog. dog. Dog, pug. Oh, can be can be a pug. Okay, I'll go with the pug. A dog right, is how about this? As a final enough. question, I have a final question for you, and this will be it. Mm-hmm. Best pizza topping ever. I'm a simple man. I, I like pepperoni. Really? Okay, good. interesting. I, I think it works the best. I like when you cook the pepperoni and you get that oil on the pizza. That, to me, is happiness. That, to me, is what I want on my pizza. Interesting. Yeah. Some people, so you're, you're, they go, oh, this is state. too oily. This is too greasy. I can't handle this. I'm greasy the better for me. Playing it safe. Okay, got it. Pepperoni. That's all I need to know. Thank you. And I do, if I'm not in an Italian mood, I do like the occasional buffalo chicken type slice. Okay. Which is no meatball? Obviously, no I don't mind meatball. meatball. I'm not, I, I like it all. I like meatball it all. Meatball is the best one. I didn't want to say your answer is wrong, but. You can't ask me if you just want to tell me what yours is. <laughs> meatball is the best pizza topping. That's Next it. time, instead of asking me what you think my favorite pizza topping is, you say, hey, Here's my favorite pizza topping. Just cut to the chase. Uh, that's all right. I wanted to know what, what you thought. I wanted to know if we were on the, on the, on the same page and we're not. So thanks, that's thanks, okay. thanks to anyone who listened and joined us for this rendition of the Sideliners yep. pod. Al is a, is a frequent uh, member of the show. It's, it's always good to talk football with him. Yes, sir. Um, football, pizza. Maybe when the, maybe when the, the Giants play the New Eagles. I bet you if the Eagles win, Logan will do it. But, I get, but he also kind of has like a baby and stuff. So that kind of oh. seems like a like a serious. That seems like priority. a like a time commitment there. If I really wanted to discuss misery and and poor football, I should have tried. I, I maybe if the Giants just continue to lose, I can get Sean Sweeney on here and we can just discuss how horrible things are because he's. You can go down the rabbit hole together. You can go down the rabbit hole together. Thanks for listening uh, and uh, tune in for some finals updates. We got the World Series coming up. There's still a lot of sports going on. You know, obviously, when Islanders lost, I was kind of disappointed. I did a whole thing on that, but I, I, I really could barely watch the Stanley Cup. It was, it was just, just too much for me. But thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll have another rendition coming soon on the Sideliners Pod. The Sideliners are brought to you by Anchor.fm Podcasting. If you're interested in podcasting, or you just want to get something out there and you have creative limitations or you're worried about money or anything like that, fear not. Because Anchor 
allows you or anybody with the simplest of computers, the simplest of recording tactics to get your podcasts on the air. And guess what? You even had a chance at making a little money. So please utilize Anchor and thanks for listening.